Hello, welcome to Loft in the South podcast. I'm your host, Dave, and I'm with my good friend here, Caleb. How are you doing, man? Doing great. So, man, there's a lot, honestly, I feel like there's a lot to talk about. You know, the debate just happened. You know, we were back at school, and uh, you had a little bit of a controversy on Twitter recently. Uh, oh, are we talking about that? <laughs> yeah, we're I talking already about forgot. That. Yeah, but uh, before we get into that, I just want to thank everyone who's been supporting the podcast recently, and uh, for the tremendous, tremendous support we've been uh, receiving on you know Twitter, SoundCloud, and um, everywhere we distribute the podcast. It's honestly been crazy. Like our average plays are like what ten episode? We're like nine plays away from two hundred plays total. Yeah, and only ten episodes out. Honestly, that's pretty good. I'm nine episodes. Oh, right that's now. true. We're recording the tenth episode. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about uh, what's what's been going on in school. I mean, how you been? How you been doing? Honestly, school is kicking my ass, dude. I'm taking a, a ton of economics classes. I actually want to talk about this a little bit because economics as a major, I feel like is kind of a joke. You know, because yeah, I don't know. It's like economics is kind of the major that teaches you why capitalism is like the best and immutable yeah for sure it's really biased yes it is extremely like there are a lot of assumptions that are made that i don't necessarily agree with and it feels kind of weird taking these classes knowing that i'm practically only taking these classes so that i know better how to critique the system of capitalism not actually to learn anything because i don't i don't mean to sound like some like genius because i'm definitely not i'm just a normal guy but like anyone can do this i promise literally go right now to your library and buy books about like marxist theory socialism capitalism and like just seriously consume them and pay a little bit of attention and everything that i'm learning right now in my university accredited college course you can easily learn for free from a library and it's not yeah. i promise it's not some kind of i feel like that bodes true to a lot of courses i agree and like there's some things that you need to like practice like math and i don't know computer science stuff like stuff that you need to practice to get good at but i would say that the that economics is not one of those things <laughs> I think that any yeah. person, if they seriously apply themselves, can have a university-level understanding of economics without paying. Yeah, you're stuck out the degree. Yes, exactly. The only reason. But I'm the degree is the most degree. important part. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> but Basically, yeah. you're paying for a piece of paper. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm taking, of course, I'm taking Japanese as well, which is just totally kicking my ass, dude. Who would have known learning a foreign language is extremely difficult? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I've been. Yeah, I've been uh, doing uh, uh, pretty well. A lot of the classes I'm taking are, are actually just retake courses because when I was working at Casino, I decided to stop going to school. So uh, I have like a 0.8 GPA and uh, they took me off financial trade. So I, to get that back, I'm taking these courses again. <laughs> so I mean, uh, basically, and like uh, I did like the first four months of classes. So, uh, you know, I already did all the work for like the whole week and like uh, like the first day of classes. Because nice. like I already knew what I was doing, and I was so fucking bored in all my classes. Because I'm like, fuck, I I've heard this somewhere before. <laughs> well, hey man, I mean, at least you're going through the motions, you know. Yeah, that's really the main part of it. It's just showing up and actually doing everything. Yeah, uh, and just uh, just get it. Got to get that financial aid back because school is expensive. Oh hell yeah! Are you liking it though? Like now that you're back? Oh yeah, I'm like. 
hundred percent trying to like do my best and I'm like, I won't sell for anything less than an A in these courses. Right. Yeah. I'm glad, <clears throat> dude. I'm excited for you. I love talking to people that are going to college. I guess just because it's easy for me to relate, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's cool. I'm excited for you. Thanks. Appreciate it, dude. Um, but and now that that's out of the way, it's cool. Uh, let's uh, let's get into this uh, little Twitter controversy you had. <laughs> well, okay, so we're gonna talk about this later, but of course everyone knows like the most recent Democratic debate happened about what was it two nights ago? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe so. Yeah, these heavy hitting intellectuals uh, were sundowning on live television, and we all got to watch a bunch of old people just yell things at each other that didn't vaguely make sense and. And constantly going over time yeah exactly and basically thank you it was a glorified political hit piece on bernie sanders it was embarrassing to watch and it was pretty much a waste of time but uh basically a lot of twitter warriors came out of the woodworks to defend elizabeth warren because she made some comments that we're gonna cover fully later in the show but anyway i decided to get into a really dumb argument with a <laughs> blue check mark on twitter about yeah. elizabeth warren and yeah. yeah people were not happy they were very upset with me <laughs> yeah apparently it was on the arrow um i stopped watching there after season three because it just got so goddamn boring yeah i don't know like, the only I, I never watched the arrow but the only thing that pissed me off about what he said the only reason i felt the need to like be epic at him is just i don't know he said that he said warren um is the only one willing to defend like these things that make life good and then i was like how about we vote for the person who is willing to actually change the economy and make it work for the average person and he said some the dumb one of the dumbest things he's i've ever heard basically saying like are you kidding me the economy is doing great look at the stock market look at everything look at how people are doing unemployment is at an all-time low and i'm like only a fucking out of touch blue check mark ass yeah. actor can make a statement like that like right. that's they're so out of touch being i don't the, understand the stock market being up for the normal person it means absolutely means nothing less than nothing because that means that people are going to pay less attention to you because they think that the economy is doing well so if you're failing it must be some kind of moral shortcoming on your part rather than you know a systemic issue yeah but yeah so i don't know i want to talk more about the debate in detail rather than like you know the twitter yeah, that the picture twitter was funny though <laughs> it was funny, that was off, funny. Blue check fuck off check <laughs> yeah everyone follow me on twitter yeah. at dougly thinks if you want some hot yeah. controversial takes play you know anti-zionist spicy uh, pro, pro maoism anti-landlord that kind of shit you know follow me on twitter but anyway, yeah, uh, let's get into yeah, before the next we head topic, to the d- yeah before we head into this uh, the Democratic debate. Uh, I just want to let everyone know that uh, you know the the Twitter account Left in the South podcast. You know we're going full in on being fucking leftists on Twitter. You know for, for a while I was trying to hold off because we were trying to get Twitter ads, but uh, unfortunately, you know their algorithm is too to, fucking strong, dude. They yeah, know we've been trying us. to work with Twitter. We were trying to work Twitter. I've been tr- getting in contact with support. I know I did everything in my power to to get us a, a promoted tweet on Twitter, and it's it's just it's not gonna happen. Nah. So 
look out for those fucking hot takes that hopefully can, we can both agree on on the <laughs> on the Twitter account. Yeah, David and I try to use that account for things that we both agree on, and then <laughs> if we have a you know, hot on, take, on our own, take, yeah, we, we take it to a, our own personal account. A little account. too hot of a take. <laughs> yeah. I was about to type something spicy. I'm like, hold, wait, I should hold back on this one. <laughs> leave, leave it for my <laughs> my account. But yeah, I mean, now let's, I mean, let's get into it. The Democratic debate. God, Oof. it was just such a shit show, man. Like for yeah. the quite, I, I want everyone to go right now on Twitter and just search, like the the questions Mine about was, the yeah stuff never like that. Worn. Like, <laughs> you can see these things that. Like these questions that they asked Bernie Sanders at the debate, it was it was embarrassing. I mean, things like how, you know, Senator Senator, uh, or sorry, uh, Vice President Biden, how is Bernie Sanders's plan not going to bankrupt the country? Like just the way that they they framed these questions, they were all versus Bernie. Bernie, no one else was taking any heat from the host at CNN. It was just so embarrassing. Yeah. And then, do you want to talk a little bit about the the fucking the sexism comment that Warren yes. pushed? Why don't you explain to yes. people what kind of what this I mean, was? Let's, let's get. I mean, let's like this. I feel like this is one of the more bigger things that happened at the debate. Yeah. Um. So they asked Corny, uh, Bernie. Uh, I I thought it was a pretty off-topic question. You know, the, the few days before the debate, there was some rumors going on that like Bernie Sanders says that he doesn't uh, he doesn't think that a woman can uh, run for president or even yeah. become the president. Allegedly, he United told States. that to Elizabeth Warren in a private yeah, conversation. And uh, CNN has bro- broke the news on this, and uh, they were basically asked Bernie live on TV like why he said this, and of right. course he, you know, said that he Denies didn't say it. that. And um, they asked Warren soon after, uh, well, what do you think about Bernie saying that you uh, couldn't win the, you know, a woman can't run for president? Yeah. Immediately after, literally the host in one after breath. After he defends himself. Exactly. In one breath, he says, Senator Sanders, like, how, how can you answer for the fact that you said this to Elizabeth Warren? And he says, you know, of course I didn't say that. I would never say that in the nineties. I specific or in the eighties, I specifically said, I thought that a woman could win the presidency, which was a controversial opinion back then. And in 2015, I personally asked Elizabeth Warren to run for president before I myself decided to run for president. And then when I lost the nomination, I campaigned for Hillary Clinton, who then went on to win 3 million votes in the popular vote or you know three million more votes than donald trump in the popular vote he said all those things and then immediately after that the host turns to elizabeth warren and says so elizabeth warren how did you feel when bernie sanders said that a woman could not be president it was so embarrassing man. i feel like no matter how well he would have defended himself for that question they would have still asked for that yeah like even if he said actually i have proof and like we just posted on twitter like what's really good what really went down and what happened right they would have still asked Warren that question. Absolutely, it was absolutely ridiculous. And and the thing about it is, is CNN broke that story, and their source is Elizabeth Warren. So, or, you know, it it was leaked, and there it it really isn't anyone. But let's just ask ourselves this: if two people have a c- private conversation in a room together, and no one else is in the room, and you. And ask yourself this, would Bernie Sanders leak a story about himself saying that a woman could not be president? Let's just ask ourselves no. if that if that would be likely to happen. I don't think so. Absolutely not. So who else would leak a story like that? It must have been either Warren herself or, you know, a staffer that somehow found out about this 
statement and misunderstood yeah, it, it or whatever it's misunderstanding like, took place. We need place. to cancel Bernie. Exactly. And they decided to run with it. And let's not pretend like they did not know what was going on. I mean, I was saying it while we were watching it. Like, it, she was literally shaking. You could tell. Yeah. Like, she was nervous when that because question she, came was up, she was lying. Like, mm-hmm. She yeah. like she was visibly shaking when she was saying these things because I think everyone, including her, knows it's total fucking bullshit. Lying Liz, baby. lying Liz. Uh, God, Native and American, then and then the oh my God, and then the worst part. Did you see the end when she just refuses to shake his hand? Yeah, and then that of course, did you see the clip that came out after that of what they said after? Yeah, yeah, I saw that he posted it in Discord. And yeah, I was, <laughs> I was shocked that they had that. You know, like. The microphones were still recording. Yeah, because they're still wearing those lapel mics or whatever, so they can still hear them. And Liz walks up to Bernie and says, so it seems like you just called me a liar on national television. It's like, what the fuck else is he supposed to do? If you're making this bold accusation of him on national t- yeah. TV. And she still has the microphone on. Like, She knows. Obviously, it. obviously yeah, exactly. she wants this to be heard. This is being recorded. Obviously, like, you know, the Bernie planners made the best play of the day by saying no no no, no. You know, i'm done with this i'm not talking about this now right yeah and i mean if you just put yourself in his shoes too like that kind of has to hurt right like i mean he's not it's not uncommon for him to be not liked in in uh you know washington but still i mean someone who ostensibly seemed to be kind of his progressive ally like his closest ideological companion in this race yeah just basically stabs him in the back on cnn in front of everyone and then refuses to shake his hand at the end oh god so so embarrassing anyone who supports warren after that like like how do you do that how do you how do you run with that narrative anyone obviously they follow her blindly obviously but i mean anyone who takes sanders's campaign seriously and his history as a legislator as a senator as as any as any person in politics um anyone who takes his record seriously knows that he would never make a statement like that it must have been some misunderstanding or just a total fabrication i have no idea which but it has to be one of those because that is just so out of character for him yeah and it's like kind of ridiculous that like CNN would even stoop this low. Like, imagine if right. I made a call into CNN saying uh, Bernie Sanders is is, a, is actually a fucking Nazi and he, you know, he hates fucking Jews, and like they wouldn't fucking take that information to heart. You know, like obviously it had to be someone important, someone that close, right, to Bernie Sanders. And someone it could actually only have been like, Bernie this, you know? Sanders. Like, They're the far word, less careful about criticizing him. There's no legitimacy. And, like, why Why would they not be careful about this accusation either? Have you, like, I don't know how much, like, media you've kept up with on Sanders' campaign, David. But, like, have you noticed that people will just make these accusations of Sanders that they would never make about other candidates without substantial evidence? You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like slandering Sanders is just something that's kind of accepted as being okay because he's, like, a loony lefty or whatever. But it's totally like past the pale for every other candidate because you know oh it's about respect and like this is the respect economy the ideas economy we have to engage with them intellectually honestly instead of you know silencing them before the debate even happens but they're too afraid of sanders to do that and i don't know it really just goes to show where the true opposition lies i think yeah like cnn the media uh big business they're scared of sanders absolutely yeah and the people are behind them the, this is the first candidate where like i feel like a lot of the people you know moderate candidate where a lot of the you know america's behind sanders yeah 
America and not not just America, but it's the workers, the ones who yeah. are the ones who produce the things that we need. It's not the corporate investors and the lobbyists and the extremely wealthy people who have traditionally been in control of you know this particular position in government and that scares them and if you are a sanders supporter this should excite you because if they're fighting this hard and this boldly it means that they know that he can fucking win this thing and they're trying everything to make it not happen honestly it's disgusting how blatant the questions that were directed towards sanders were just attacks on his campaign yeah um, I, I love the twitter hashtag though that came up out of it never warren did you notice yeah. how the out like the i got i don't know the twitter algorithm or whatever if you click on that hashtag like the entire first page of tweets is all these like centrist the fucks, basically yeah saying defending, like exactly defending um, warren basically saying yeah, like oh all these bernie too. bros using this never warren hashtag are totally dividing the party it's like okay well first of all fuck you we want the fucking party to be divided we don't want this shit in our party like the democratic party should shift very far to the left compared to what it is yeah. now so that's fine if we split the party as far as i'm concerned and i mean I, eventually we would have to go against warren one day right exactly if you want a truly leftist candidate then you're going to end up having to you know have some kind of combat quote-unquote intellectually speaking with people that identify as democrats because democrats include people like joe biden people like tulsi gabbard yeah. i don't agree with these people on almost anything but still they could get to call themselves democrats because we live in this terrible shitty country with a majoritarian voting system yeah it just sucks that like you know this is going on with another progressive candidate like if it was against any other candidate no one would have cared right like no one would have been like oh he's attacking joe you know i'm crying over this like <laughs> no one would have cared but so the the other progressive candidate it does kind of scare me because i'm worried that um any votes that get split in this particular race will end up with a biden presidency which is something that i very yeah. much don't want to see although speaking of that though today you posted some polls in our discord that really uh, yeah. excited me it seems yeah. like there's only been a couple of polls that have come out and obviously like we say on every episode polling is trash and worthless but it yeah. shows it shows <laughs> what people are talking about at this particular moment it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to vote for this candidate doesn't necessarily mean that candidate's going to win doesn't mean any of that shit but it means that these people are being talked about in the media basically is what polls re reflect and what what numbers were uh was bernie posting up on these polls today uh 20 percent 20% and that was up, like, up from 18 so that's within the margin of error so in other words he remained steady basically even after all this media you know slander that he received in that debate the other night so that's a really good yeah. sign because it means you know people like us are out there and they're not falling for this bullshit like they do uh, like like they sometimes tend to you know I think people are finally starting yeah. to realize like it's it's strange why are they only attacking the candidate that I like? Why are they only attacking Bernie? And these, these kind of stories never come out for anyone else. I think people Bernie are starting to realize going that. after these people. Exactly. They have something scared. to lose. They are shaking in their boots. Quaking. Yeah, honestly, it's just it's just a sad thing to see. Absolutely. And that that's really kind of uh, where my uh, Twitter like feud came up and i wanted to talk about this a little bit david because you know you and i had a little short conversation about this um basically like on twitter i was telling people 
mostly being lay epic like i just want to be clear real quick when i post shit on twitter i actually it i don't give a fuck about it like as far as i'm concerned it's just i'm firing these tweets off i'm probably drunk and slash (laughs) and slash or high at the time and i don't really take it seriously to be honest but but for i'm never gonna say something on there that i don't agree with but i might say it in a way that is really shitty and mean and you know it's just yeah. because i like doing that it's fun it's funny and people get angry and it's fun to get people angry look i, I just want to yeah you got that guy clarify so about fucking that shit. triggered <laughs> yeah but He's like this guy's a, a russian trump bot like, oh yeah i love this that. dude on twitter <laughs> yeah i love that shit uh, but yeah that's what I, but but my main argument was on twitter is basically this is that if you see yourself as a progressive democrat voter and you want a progressive candidate to win in the 2020 election you have no choice but to vote for sanders as far as i'm concerned the sanders warren uh, like ideological like uh, uh similarity means that the progressive vote is going to inevitably be split between these two candidates because sanders has a ravenous base of people that are not willing to change their vote that are not willing to compromise on their candidate whereas warren supporters are more likely to compromise that means that his support is almost like a loaded gun you know what i mean you have no choice but to vote for sanders because if you don't you're risking a biden presidency because the progressive vote is split so if you if you're worried that biden is not going to be able to take down trump or if like me and david you don't agree with biden's platform in any way and you can't stand to see him in the white house then you have no choice ideal like uh you know practically but to vote for bernie sanders because otherwise you are going to split the vote and you will be responsible for the election of either trump or biden and you have to come to terms with that and be okay with that so that's an extra calculation that you need to do when you're deciding who to vote for in your primary in your state coming up very 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 soon yeah um speaking about these polls again um warren's actually going down in the polls and what I can hope for now is like hopefully they can make up, you know, shake hands, you know, maybe a little peck on the cheek or something, and maybe Warren endorses Sanders. That would be like the best thing ever. But I feel like you know Warren might have you know did a little undercover table negotiations, and fucking you know it's trying to get on that Biden dick. God, yeah. I mean the most the most obvious play right now for Warren would be to try her best. First of all, to just to win Iowa, win New Hampshire. And barring that, she needs to make a move for a Biden VP spot. Because, yeah. I mean, as far as it is right now, it seems like she's less likely to win the nomination. From what I've seen, it's basically between Biden and Sanders. Like, if you, yeah. the one of the best metrics Listen. I like to use is betting websites. Because betting websites have a vested interest in making the correct odds for the bet. You know what I mean? They're not technically yeah. 100% correct. Obviously, no poll is 100% correct. But I like to look at these because it makes you. Uh, see where the people, people the who are research. making exactly people who are making money off this that's what they think and they really want they really need to be correct on it so uh on those websites i think bernie and biden are are both like equal in terms of their ability to win and then warren of course is just under both of them so as far as she's concerned i think going for a vp spot would not be a bad move but she's never going to go for bernie because of this controversy which makes me upset yeah because if warren can go warren voters can get uh, encouraged to vote for biden then it's going to be all over for bernie yeah 
And like the reason why I think Warren supporters, if she decided to drop out, would go to Biden is because you know she's a capitalist and she's like uh, you know less less uh you know left less on the left than Bernie. Yeah, and she's a so woman. Like, I mean, let's not forget about that. She, That's important. Identity politics for a lot of liberals. Like yeah, they like want the a woman they go to in the office, regardless of how it is. Yeah. Um, honestly, another thing I want to touch on the debates was. Uh, having Steyer and Klobuchar <laughs> in the debates yeah. instead of Yang, I, I like I don't know if I ever got what you wanted to say about this, but honestly, I would have had Yang on there instead of Steyer and Klobuchar. Like, who are these people? They're they're polling three percent, yeah, like three percent and less, right? Like, and, and like at least Yang is doing like four or five. And at like, least Yang has, there. like, a, a message, you know what I mean? Steyer, like yeah. you were saying during the debate, literally all Steyer did was fucking agree yeah. with everyone. I was live-tweeting this debate. <laughs> I was triggered the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, like why is Steyer, like, every time Steyer spoke, it was to agree with someone else he was debating against. Pretty he's like, like, oh, yes, uh, I agree with Sanders. Uh, he's like, oh, <laughs> I agree with Biden here. And he's like, yes, I agree with Warren. I do believe women can win. And he seemed like, to have no stances of his own, except when yeah. it came to the Middle East. And he's basically like, I would send yeah. 3,000 more troops to Israel to make sure that uh, Hamas can never uh, gain power in the region in the West Bank or anything like that. It was just yeah. weird. It was Classic weird to me. Businessman. Exactly. It was weird to me that the yeah, only when the thing economics he came up, he's like, finally, East. something I can touch on. <laughs> finally a fucking market a foreign market i can exploit crazy yeah man. i mean and i feel like they didn't really talk i really wish they talked about climate change more but you know they just had to talk about fucking can a woman actually become president for like yeah, 10 that sucked so minutes. much air out of the room man it was such a waste of time like there were so many other topics they could have covered and they chose not to god that was weird i don't know steyer was yeah, pretty good on climate change though didn't you think yeah, I mean, he's a uh, very uh, green, green guy, and I can appreciate a good environmentalist. Yeah, but I, I honestly don't I agree mind with Bernie's it. plan as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think Bernie's like Green New Deal is the really the Green Deal. Yeah, that's the absolute top notch Best. as far as uh, you know, yeah. new like climate action, climate justice policy goes. But as far as like people getting on stage for one specific issue, like for example, sometimes people in the past have gotten uh, have tried their best to get on the debate stage just to talk about things like gun control for example and like they know they're not trying they're not they're explicitly not trying to win the presidency they're just trying to make it to debates to force people to talk about this one topic i don't necessarily disagree with that tactic you know what i mean as long as you're not actually trying to win the presidency as long as you drop out before like as long as you don't pull votes from candidates who are actually running for presidency i have no problem with that tactic especially if you're like a billionaire and you're trying to be a class trader and you're trying to like you know use your wealth to further your political ideology i don't necessarily have a problem with that but i like steyer didn't have any unique opinions he already agreed with everyone on stage so why the fuck is he there <laughs> yeah uh they, i think yang i think yang on stage would have been a little more uh I guess I want to say the word entertaining or something. Yeah. Like, he would have been a better person to have on stage than any of these people. I mean, well, Klobuchar. What, is, what about Klobuchar? What do you think about her? Uh, honestly, I don't know. She was like just super emotional the entire time. And like every time she talked, she always uh, appealed to like people's emotions. And like, right. I don't know. It was, it was kind of weird. She seemed to be the person who talked she the was least about, to about policy. You know, she yeah. just had all these like flowery words that didn't really mean anything. And yeah, I was like keeping my uh, eye on questions. the speaking times, actually. 
God. Yeah, they're asking the easiest, the easiest questions. And then, like, when they were getting to Bernie Sanders, they hit him with the hard-hitting questions. They're like, Bernie, like, what are you going to do when everyone, like, loses their job in, uh, you know, these, like, these farming jobs? Like, what are you, you going to do for them? And he's like, you know, and then Gim gives them the perfect response. And I was like, well, that was a pretty hard question. They asked Bernie there. I didn't yeah, expect that. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's like the fucking meme where you ask like a, a a female model from like Miss Universe or whatever like how would you solve the Middle East and then they have thirty seconds to answer. It was ridiculous well, because yeah. <laughs> every time they asked Bernie a question, he would talk like you know just like he does. He's really very eloquent guy, obviously like usual. But then he would go over like one second, and that 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 host with the really pale skin and bold lipstick that sat on the right side of the panel, she would just fucking talk over him for like five seconds she was like thank yeah. you mr sanders thank you mr sanders thank you mr sanders stop talking now miss klobuchar we're going to you but then yeah. when then amy would go over, like yeah <laughs> amy would go over, over. Like, uh, another 20 seconds yeah it was unbelievable i couldn't believe it god it yeah, was terrible that was absolutely insane oh i want to talk about she one more to... thing for for this yeah, for bernie too like with his medicare for all plan when they asked him about it which i loved that he got a lot of time to talk about that because it's super important but it, the very first thing they asked him was this most ridiculously loaded question ever of how are you not going to bankrupt the country with your medicare yeah. for all plan which is the most ridiculous question obviously and and of course, his response was, well, we're taxing 4% of income, excluding the first 29%. That's how we pay for it. The math checks out. Medicare for all can be, all of it can be paid for already. In fact, we're already paying for it, and you're going to save money. And that's what Bernie said. He, he's like, the average person is actually going to save like half of what they're paying right now on healthcare because we're already overpaying for it. And then the very next question the host asks is – like how is he gonna pay for it and then all of the fucking people sit up on stage and just lie and just fucking lie and they're like i think yeah. bernie just needs to be honest about how he's gonna pay for it where is he gonna get the money is he gonna bankrupt the country he just fucking said it no less than 20 <laughs> yeah. seconds ago it was unbelievable how they all just fucking lied about that and i couldn't it hurts my fucking heart to know that the average American has no probably didn't even catch his fucking line about the 4% thing and people will still believe that it's not possible even though every other first world country in the world does it 33 out of 34 advanced economies has it we're the only one that does it and we're the most the richest country in the world it's fucking unreal it's preposterous and people should be punished for this (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing they um they also try to attack him uh, attack him on being a democratic socialist. And, right. Uh, honestly, the S it word. Just me off, uh, yeah. A lot of people like th- that that like that sc- that word scares people for some reason. Like that word is so scary. The, uh, it's because like a lot of people doesn't know what it actually fucking means. No. Like I and feel like a lot of people are actually just socialists, but they, he did like, get a little it. bit of a chance to explain. Like he yeah he did. They said you know what is socialism, and he said well my socialism is this and this and this and you know of course listing all the good things that he wants to do. It is important yeah. to destigmatize that word. But I like how Bernie doesn't necessarily bring it up all the time. Like, he doesn't lie about his positions, but he doesn't always say, you know, as a socialist, you know, I'm a socialist, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is a socialist policy. He just makes good policies that people like, and that's good enough. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Klobuchar also loved talking about, like, whenever she was talking, she loved, like, referencing the casino. Like, <laughs> right? The, uh, what were those weird metaphors? Yeah, weird. 
Yeah, like every time she talked, like you know, putting all your chips in on this, and like, I'm like, for some reason, this lady's getting a lot of uh, fucking yeah like, to the Jewish show fucking not a, <laughs> president not, candidate anti-Semitism. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, like another yeah another thing like every time like the media tries to go in on Bernie, they're like Bernie's a fucking you know anti-Semite or like you know Bernie does this Bernie does that. now it's Bernie you know is a sexist. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm just wondering get... what's the next thing they're gonna try to fuck Bernie on. Like, what's it gonna not, be next week? Did I not say this when Corbyn was running for uh, for prime minister in the UK? Did I not say that they were gonna do the same exact thing to Bernie that they did to him? What's the first thing that they did to Corbyn? They tried to say, "Oh, Corbyn hates women," but that didn't stick. So they switched it to Corbyn hates Jews, and that one did stick, and it literally brought down the Labour Party in the UK because they had to spend so much time fighting against it in the media, being like, "No, of course." the labor party is not anti-semitic we're literally the one party in fact that is not trying to like uh, you know uh prejudice against people based on their skin color or their race or ethnicity they're the one party that didn't but because they had to focus so much attention on fighting that particular claim it took a lot of their power away and then i said that over a month ago that that was going to happen to bernie and look what fucking happened they got the woman the women thing to stick on him and it but here's the good thing. It fucking backfired. Fuck these slimy mm-hmm. yep. snake fucks, dude. For sure. People love him, and they are super excited to vote for him, to work with him and for him, and no, no fucking bullshit narrative can stop that. Yeah, I'm glad that, like, this hasn't backfired Bernie's campaign and that, like, it actually, I think, boosted it by even getting even more media coverage on Bernie. Um, yeah, but, bad coverage, baby. Yeah, I'll, uh, the thing about the speaking times... Uh, Biden had the second lowest speaking time during this debate. And uh, Styro, obviously, with the, the least amount, because all he had to do was uh, fucking agree with other people. Warren and San- <laughs> uh, Warren with the most, Sanders with the second most. Yeah. Uh, Klobuchar uh, running just a, a little bit under Sanders. Uh, Pete Buttigieg. Honestly, honestly, I thought he's. Yeah, but I thought every time he spoke, uh, he spoke, he was, he's a good speaker. I think he has Who, very. Pete? Well, yeah, he has his speaking skills. Uh, he is good, but did you notice well. how often he talked about God and religion? That was uh, weird. I mean, it felt so out of place for that debate. I he mean, was the uh, only honestly, one that yeah, consistently from him. did it. I mean, me too. Fair enough, but still, like it, it just felt so awkward. It was so forced. He was like, and yeah. I believe that you know, I fuck. I don't want to quote because I forgot what he said exactly. But yeah, he I don't want to misquote anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Uh, yeah, it's it's honestly like uh, pretty different to see. I pretty he's like super young, you know. A very young uh, candidate. It definitely is weird seeing such like a fresh-faced young boy up there on stage, you know? Yeah, it's like, wow, this guy, look, I mean, he's like, compared to the other guy, he's like half of Bernie's age yeah. and like, like, probably half the age of anyone on the stage. I mean, if he wasn't a fucking CIA plant, I would be excited to see <laughs> younger people, people getting yeah. up on the debate stage, you know? Anyway, David, uh, do you have anything else to to end on about this debate? Otherwise, I think we can move on. Uh, no, other than uh, fuck CNN. Yeah, uh, fuck let's CNN. go, Bernie Sanders. Uh, hopefully, gets the DNC. And fuck Snake Warren. You know, if she wins, the, yeah. if she wins the nomination, I'm gonna begrudgingly vote for her. But fuck that snake. She had so much opportunity to yeah. shut that story down, and she actively chose not to. And I will never fucking trust her again for that specific reason. Yeah, I mean, she just wants to advance her career. Absolutely. It's such a snake fucking thing to do. And I don't know. It's it's one of the... Eh, whatever. I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
<laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, fuck CNN. Um, I wanted to tell you a story about this guy that keeps coming into work. It's a very down to earth yeah. story, salt of the earth story. Hey, this, let's bring it back down to the reality. Yeah, this 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 lovely working class man comes into my uh, uh, grocery establishment that I work at very often. His name is Buster, and uh, he he always comes in and he just like talks to me for like twenty minutes while I'm actively trying to work and like not really trying to like engage in conversation with him. What do you do? Do you do like stock shelves or cashier? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I stock shelves, like mostly like vegetables and produce and stuff. So I stock up vegetables and stuff and Buster will come in and be like, hey, what's up, Caleb? How you doing? I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Shakes my hand and like I'm working. And he always comes in and tells me the same story about how he, in 1970, he installed the like refrigerator units in the store that I work at. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. always comes in and he Does tells me. He only talks to you. Yes, he only talks to me. Really? Yeah. He and probably he, like eases himself in you. He probably does, which is fucking terrifying. And he comes in and he just tells me this really long, like it's always like ten minutes long. It's always a story about all the specifications about how he puts in these things and how they have to be temperature controlled. And he always tells me, he's like, "Do you know how much these cost? They're ten thousand dollars a unit." I'm. And, <laughs> this time when he came in recently, he was telling me, and I answered his question. I was like, $10,000. He's like, yeah, can you believe that? And I was like, you know you've told me that before, right? <laughs> he probably has, like, Alzheimer's and he forgets, dude. I think he might or something, but it's kind and of he's cute. Like, this is, like, a new way. conversation every time. Yeah. And every time, like, he also told me this new story last time he was here about this time where he was cleaning out something in the store. And he, like, cut his finger and he got blood poisoning. And, like, the veins in his arm were just jet black for like a week and he was like oh it'll probably be fine and then he went to the doctor and they said he had like less than 24 hours before he was gonna be dead and i was like what the fuck why would you tell me that story and he's like so the moral of the story is keep your hands clean and i was like what the fuck keep your hands clean dude and then every he time is. he's ready to leave, he goes, well, I'll let you get back to work. And then he he sticks out <laughs> his hand, and I go to grab it, and he goes, give me a good squeeze. <laughs> and I'm like, what no the way. fuck is wrong? And I, I, get, you know, I shake his hand firmly, and he's like, oh, yeah. You know, Was people it a don't, good squeeze? Yeah, I give him a good squeeze, and he's like, you know, people don't do that anymore these days. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, who has who has a limp handshake? handshake. Honestly, it makes me so uncomfortable to be honest. (laughs) And I have really dried, cracky hands. Every time I like shake someone's hands, I'm super self conscious about it. God, it's terrible. Yes, yeah. My my hands hands are like. I feel like my hands are on the smoother side. My hands used to be butter. I don't have working class hands. Yeah, I'm such a working class man. Yeah, your hands are rough and calloused. Yeah. Honestly, the um, since you bring that up, dude, um, you know, I used to always go to Sunday church because, you know, they always drag me along. And um, I don't know if you know this, but in, like uh, for Catholics, there's a part in the mass where we shake each other's hands and say like peace. Right. You know, basically it's just like saying like, you know, what's up? Like, hey, how are you doing? Right. And I, I will always remember this one old dude. I don't know if he did it on purpose because he was a dick. 
but I know he he's done it to other people before. So like I want you know I go to shake his hand and the guy yanks on my hand and he like slams me my slams my arm up and down up and down like really <laughs> fucking hard dude. <laughs> and I'm, I was like, what? what the fuck you? What is this? Why'd you do like this fucking asshole? And then like I saw he does it the same thing to my my fucking dad. <laughs> And my dad just like has the most like shocked look on. Is his it face. like the like, Trump handshake thing where you like pull? The no, hand? it's like, like it's like he fucking like takes your hand, squeezes as hard as he can, and just fucking shakes it up and down like <laughs> shit, dude. Like holy fuck, like he loves like, Jesus. Trying to like pull my arm out of my socket, dude. And I I know the reason why I said I've known he, he's done this before because I've seen him like you know in mass shake someone else's hand and he does the same thing where he fucking ganks i feel like he's like oh we're about to give peace it's my time it's my time to shake this dude's hand <laughs> and then he, and then i remember because i appreciate sure he was like like the guy was like bro why the hell did you just fucking like yank my hormone down and then, like <laughs> he just like ignores him that's the most exciting part of his week he wakes up on sunday yeah morning. every every it's like, i can't wait puts a fresh fucking assault of- someone <laughs> Like it's yeah, it's like literally assault, dude. Like I'm not exaggerating. Like this guy literally like is trying to pull ah, your arm out of the socket. I no, I swear, I swear <laughs> to God on my mom's life that I, what I'm telling right now is the truth. It's Jesus. it's kind of insane. God, but since funny. we're on the handshaking topic right now, yeah, um, yeah. a little something a little embarrassing. I've told you this story already. Something okay. a little embarrassing yeah. happened. Uh, when I was in class, you know, every week, <laughs> every first week, <laughs> you're Sorry, I just every first, every first week is class, you know, you got to introduce yourself to everybody, you know, the, the same old cringe, yeah, right? The icebreakers. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> Name you know, nature. the first guy, the first guy, you know, we have a pretty normal conversation, you know, I give him my, my life story, you know, he gives me his life story and, uh, you know, we shake each other's hands and I'm like, all right, that was a pretty good conversation. Cool guy. Right. I move on to the next guy. Uh, <clears throat> this guy, um, you know, he has his hands uh, like folded up, like, you know, like in his armpits. And, you know, I'm like, you know, um, say, hey, what's up? My name is David. And I reach out to shake his hand and he reaches out his uh, his hand, you know, to, you know, I go to he reached him. Um, I go to like, you know, shake his hand. And uh, there was no hand there, uh, <laughs> but only a stub. So I, sh- I shook his stub. And um, I was really embarrassed at first, but I tried to just like, you know, talk normally and like uh, just I didn't question it at all. And we just, you know, had a good conversation and that was class. But then I messaged him like, Kill, was that was that weird? Should I have done that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, it would have been bad. It wouldn't have worse if I didn't shake his hand. Yeah, I feel like it definitely would have been worse if you did it. Like, it's like that gif where the guy tries to yeah. shake the hand of the 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 bowman but that doesn't yeah, have any with no arms yeah and he shakes his nub god it's yeah. just i don't know what is the correct like etiquette to do in that situation yeah like do you even offer a handshake or do you is like, it ableist what? to offer a handshake to someone with no hands yeah like i don't know i just i felt bad in the moment but uh, I think it was alright. I don't think they cared. I feel like yeah. if you had no hand, you'd kind of be used to that, you know? Like, just yeah. kind of people making fools of themselves. Yeah. I wonder how many times that's happened to them. 
probably too much i feel bad for people with like very visible disabilities like that because people are totally callous they just have no idea like how rude and weird they're being when they ask like weird questions especially kids have you ever had like have a kid like ask? yeah they love to like Like, how did you lose your leg (laughs) so fucking funny yeah yeah honestly i would do the same thing yeah, I felt pretty bad, but then I just, you know, decided it was a normal interaction. Yeah, I don't think you did anything day. wrong. If you made a big <laughs> deal about it, it would have been weird. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't have a hand. Shit, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that would have Fuck, been bro, my bad. You should have let me know before, <laughs> beforehand. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that's a that's an awkward time. fucking sticking point you for you. should have not hit your hands, dude. <laughs> I should have, I didn't notice. Uh, yeah, but, he drops his books. Anyway, you're like, oh, let me give you a... Uh, let me help you out. <laughs> let me give you a hand. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> God. Uh, shit. Anyway, Buster. Cool guy. Sounds like a cool guy. Yeah, he's cool, I guess. You know, one thing I found kind of weird was the fact that Trump actually defended Bernie Sanders on Twitter after the the Warren feud that he had on CNN. Yeah. Because... Donald Trump Jr. as well. That, oh, really? I didn't even see the yeah. Don Jr. one. That's funny. Because, of course, like, they both hate CNN, too. I feel like it's weird because both extreme, like, quote-unquote extreme. I don't consider Bernie extreme, but a lot of people do. Like, the both sides of the quote-unquote extreme both hate CNN because it's fucking fake news, but for different reasons. Yeah. Right-wingers hate CNN because they call Trump a, you know, a white nationalist when he actually is. And left-wingers hate him, hate them because they dare to call Bernie Sanders a socialist. Yeah, honestly, um... It's kind of weird seeing them like uh, take Bernie Sanders' side. Like, I don't know if, like, I wonder if there's any like ulterior motives uh, doing that. Like, you know, they do that and Bernie doesn't get a nomination. Like, hmm, maybe this Trump guy isn't so bad. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Unlikely, I, I think that would be very, that unlikely. would be extremely unlikely. Yeah. Like, I, kind I don't of know dismiss- if you saw the poll. Which one? Uh, there's a poll about like um, if your nomin if your candidate that you're supporting doesn't make the oh then who would you vote for yeah. yeah who would you vote for would you like vote for against you know would you vote for Trump right basically and like Bernie Sanders was like the you know uh, the highest like they wouldn't vote for Trump and they would vote for whoever got the nomination oh, and I believe yeah. the person with the least amount like uh, who's saying they would vote for Trump was um. Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, Biden's there. I, I kind of reject the idea that Bernie Sanders supporters flipped to Trump. Like, in 2015, maybe, because even though, like, he was running an explicitly white nationalist campaign, if you don't pay attention to the to the news, you might necessarily or not necessarily understand that you might not be politically engaged and then if you're just angry at the world and like your bernie sanders like candidate did not get nominated maybe i can see you voting for trump but like yeah now especially it was a whole different story you know like hillary uh, hillary clinton you know no one liked her like she was just doing like no one everyone hated that she got the nomination exactly and um you know, Donald Trump was still like a wild card. People didn't really know who he was. People even considered Donald Trump a Democrat, back like a secret Democrat, because of some stuff he said um, back in the day, like right. back in the uh, early 2000s, maybe 90s. Yeah, and I mean, it's always been incorrect because, I mean, even as far as like back to the Central Park Five, like 
he was actively calling for the execution of like these innocent black teenagers because they were falsely accused of this crime that they didn't actually do and like he took out a full page ad in the new york times to call for the execution of these kids so i mean he's always been a white nationalist you know warmonger ever since he was first squeezed out of his brooklyn like cottage you know what i mean and it's always been obvious to anyone who's paying attention but the worst part about democracy is that like 95 percent of people don't fucking pay attention yeah and now that he's like created a cult following it's it's honestly scary like honestly i worry for the next election if he does get like it's if you asked me like a couple of uh, like you know four years ago would i have thought i don't know a uh, an impeached president could uh, run again and have a good chance getting back in office. I would have told you, I, I don't believe that at all. I don't think that's possible, but Trump is, you know, that's a good point. Scary. Actually. Yeah. I've never really thought about that. I always forget that he's impeached because it just has no real effect on anything. Yeah. It seems like a such an effect. oversight to me. Yeah. It's honestly kind of ridiculous. Yeah, just the fact that an impeached president can continue to operate as if nothing has happened. It's kind of unbelievable. Yeah, and throw us in a war. Yeah, if he wants to. Man, that Iran shit. God, we're lucky that went how it did, you know? God, how quickly did people flip and just, like, start talking shit about Iran, though? The second that, like, the second that it was clear we weren't going to war. Screaming screaming eagles in this country. Is is that what that, like, those people who are, who are, like, uh, warmongers, basically? Yeah, And, like, a lot of them go to war. Yeah, the war hawks, hawks, man. Basically, Crazy. the people who just fucking love when we go to war. It's like, oh, I can't. Who's the next country we're going to war with? They love it when we're on the brink of war, too. Like, they really get yeah. off on that. Like, their dicks are so hard when we're, like, yeah, it's about like, to it's fucking like unload on these them. brown people. Exactly. Yeah. It really yeah. is, though. <laughs> we're fucking edging these fucking guys. God, man. It's crazy. Can't wait to go over there and kill God. some brown people. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, like, some Trump stuff, though, did you... I just learned the other day about this China trade deal. I think it was yesterday that he signed it, actually. Have you heard anything really? about this? No, uh... Go ahead and explain it. Yeah, Trump signed a deal with China, which basically uh, was an agreement to purchase like a $200 billion of American goods from China to purchase that number of American goods over the next like X number of years. But the interesting, which of course is like a good thing uh, on the cert, like ostensibly it's a good thing because a lot of like farmers that have been severely impacted by Trump's tariffs are going to have a lot of... uh, relief from this tax bill uh, from this uh trade bill however the interesting thing is though is that a large amount of the money is secret like the things that they're purchasing are not known to the public and i conspiracy theory in me wants to say that the reason that is is because they're investing largely in the fossil fuel industries because of course the white house would not want that to be known if that were true but i really worry and it seems to me that that would be something that the White House would do or, you know, this this administration would do is sell a fuck ton of natural gases and stuff like that to China when really we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm interested to see Honestly. if we'll ever find out what exactly it is they're buying. And I am interested to see the effects of this trade bill as well, because uh, I obviously don't like to see Americans suffer, especially like people like farmers who literally grow things that we need to eat. But at the same time, like the country, yeah, right. But at the same time, just like Bernie Sanders said in the debate, I never agree with signing a trade bill that does not include, you know, 
anti-climate change like uh you know considerations at the very least and i think that it was very smart of bernie sanders to say that and of course tom steyer agreed with him just like he did with everyone else (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck but yeah that's interesting so we'll see how that china trade bill ends up i guess but i'm worried about it and we'll see uh yeah but um what's going on in australia is honestly horrible like like their country's uh, con- like is I'm pretty sure it's still on fire if yeah. I'm not mistaken is it right it is yeah. just uh, like these Australian wildfires have infected in so many people like has killed so much wildlife and honestly like I'm worrying a day by day as that goes on over a because billion it, animals have died over a it billion. doesn't it doesn't only affect Australia it affects uh, first of all, everyone you know who trades with Australia affects a lot of um, citizens. It affects other countries. It affects the global climate. Like um, that ash and like stuff like that is landing in polar ice caps in New Zealand. That's melting them quickly, increasing you know water levels. So like, this is affecting everybody. Absolutely, and like not to mention all of the like animals and like plants and species that are quite literally being burned gone. to extinction because of yeah. our, our hubris <laughs> it's yeah, very just seeing some of the, um, the before and after images of like the wildfire just disgusting yeah did you read the the headline today that came out uh, uh no they had their first rain in new south wales for a long time but the rain actually washed the ash from the wildfires into like the bodies of water around that area and killed over oh, half a million no. fish. No, my God. It's not like their water already is bad. Like, I don't know if you heard, but the coral, the Great Barrier Reef right. is basically like dead. Like all the chloral bleaching that's happened and like it can't sustain it's like life anymore yeah i think that's for a different reason but like this is not gonna help because of the temperature of the water yeah (laughs) definitely not yeah it's honestly just sad it's one of the saddest things really i've seen as far as like climate disasters go i mean which is horrible the amazon rainforest burning is probably a close second but yeah i haven't heard about that in a while so maybe that's yeah, okay but now. Compared to this is, yeah but compared to this is like it's on a whole new scale right and it's bad for uh i forgot which cities is like one of the bigger i think believe it's sydney uh, you know they gain most of the revenue through tourism so like let's how's you know how's this wildfire gonna affect you know the tour, tourism business in sydney or melbourne or wherever city is i'm sorry i don't really know the <laughs> We're Americans, okay? Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> uh, we apologize. Well, I apologize at least. But yeah, I get um, what you're might saying. Be like an expert. Like the, the, the long-term effects of this are, have yet to be seen, and it's going to be devastating. And a lot of areas may never recover. And also, I think we have to just get used to the fact that this is the new normal. Like these kind of things are going to start yeah. happening more and more often. They're going to happen more yeah. severely, more frequently. And, you know, the death toll is going to yeah. continue to rise. Especially when the water starts rising and then people are going to get displaced and oh, they're yeah. not going to have areas to live. The number one issue. more immigration is going to happen. Yep, that's it. That's right. Right. What you just said, immigration. That's the number one issue of climate change. The ec- economic and, you know, climate uh, climate refugees is what they call them, um, is going to be the biggest issue. And that's going to be the cause of so much strife and conflict in the next 50 to 100 years. I guarantee it. 
And you heard it here first on the Left in the South podcast. I'm, of course, I'm not the first person to say that, but I'd like to be on the record. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that brings us to the philosophy question of the day, or the podcast at least of the week. Um, uh, you can go ahead and uh, bring it because uh, you were the one who wanted to discuss about it. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so I saw this edgy reddit thread and since you know last episode we talked a lot about women and i felt like you know that was fun because talking about controversial things is fun talk about women again making people mad yeah so let's talk about women again so this well this is actually not just specifically about women this is about both or all genders regardless of how you identify but basically the idea behind the question is does a person who is a transgender person have a moral obligation to disclose their status as a transgender person to any like partners that they have so for example let's say that you you david are a female yes, to male okay. transgender i'm a woman and, and yes. you're wait what yeah i'm a woman yeah go ahead no 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 yeah Okay, yeah, male to female. Wait, wait, wait. So, I, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, so, so you, you so let's say, so no, no, let's say, so you're a male. Do you identify as male, David? Yeah. Okay, so like right now you identify as male. Let's say for sake of argument, Correct. you you are a transgender and you choose to, uh, you choose to identify now as a female and you have a sex change operation. You you look Not like possible. a societal female. You pass as a female. Like no one, no one doubts that you're a female quote unquote you know what i mean as far as like judgment from society goes are you obligated then to tell any partners that you have in the future that you were at one point a man um i i honestly i believe this is a very uh tough conversation to tackle but that's, um that's part of the fun man i want to hear yeah i think i believe that it's something you should discuss but for me i think it's pretty easy to see it to tell someone's transgender really what do you mean uh, like like there's you know i mean all like all the telltale signs of like i don't know you know unless they have like you know lots of body modifications you know, like you know broad shoulders well, and stuff like that do, though? like know. what if they're post-transition and they've taken the hormones and they've had the surgeries and stuff yeah, and honestly like, the estrogen's fucking crazy dude like yeah and like there are some of these transition photos like, like, like i could like, not i can you cannot tell yeah absolutely like, the difference I mean, if you want a great example of that, you can literally watch ContraPoints. Like, if you go back on her YouTube channel, you can watch her transition in real time from male to female. And if you look at, like, her most recent videos, she would pass as a female, like, from... She looks like a person who was born as a female now as her as her current self, you know? So, yeah. I think that, like, as far as saying you can tell, I really don't think that's true. Like, I think that you'd be surprised... But, yeah. but what if you can't tell? Like, let's say that you're a male-to-female transition, and you're so convincingly, quote-unquote, female that that no one even questions the fact that you are that you were trans at some point. What then? Do you think that you would be yeah. obligated to tell them? Um, If I was that person in that situation, I would tell them. But if I was in the opposite uh, situation, if I was the, the, person, the person who was, you know, with this trans person, honestly, I wouldn't care. Because, you know, I would, you know, date a trans person, you know, if they're a woman, uh, you know, if they say they're a woman, you know, they're a woman, you know, I'm right. attracted to the women. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think it's dangerous that if they don't tell. Though. Why is that? Because 
I feel like there's a lot of people who get very upset over something like this and they feel betrayed and they'll get very angry in that moment if they're not. Oh, you mean dangerous, like physically dangerous. Yeah, physically dangerous. Yeah, like. Oh, okay. They might get hurt and stuff like that. So I think it's. Right. This is something that you should bring up before even meeting this person. Or like before before trying to, especially before having to like. Yeah, any sexual sexual relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, um, just to protect yourself. Yeah. I want to I want to talk about the framing of the question a little bit because in my mind I kind of find the framing of the question actually a little bit transphobic and that's really why I wanted to have this conversation to you because when I saw this question on Reddit I had the same thought like the the headline like uh, the title of the thread on Reddit was literally like should a trans person have to tell their sexual partners that they're trans like should they be morally obligated to do so I really almost see that as transphobic because by saying that you're sort of saying like there's something different about trans people that means that they need to like identify themselves, you know? It, I don't I yeah. can't, something about that just doesn't sit right with me. It seems to be kind of Yeah, it seems thing. weird like yeah, You like, would never say that about like a regular to. What if it was a man or what if yeah, it's a woman it that like regular. looks uh, not looks manly doesn't look traditionally feminine like is she obligated to say to someone hitting on her like oh by the way just in case you don't know i'm a, fe- I'm a i actually woman. have a vagina you know what i mean like of yeah. course not that's insane and i feel yeah. like i feel like even just asking that question kind of is underlying transphobia <laughs> but also to be fair i also agree with you i think that like practically speaking you probably should just tell people because it's best to be honest and like if you want to like create a relationship with someone lying about something that serious like some something about your life that's that serious i don't think is good to lie about but it should be it shouldn't be because you're worried that they're going to judge you it should be because you're willing to confide in them and tell them something about yourself rather than doing it to protect yourself because they might you know beat you up if you if they find out you're trans because that's absurd I don't want to like say that I've heard stories, but I'm pretty sure I've heard stories of like people getting hurt. Oh, I absolutely have. Yeah, yeah. Because like people go to bars or whatever, and they find out that the person that they're trying to sleep with or whatever is is male to female. It tends to be you know a man trying to uh, you know have sex or something with a a male to female transgender female, you know, and then they get extremely upset when they find out that the person's transgender and they like try to beat them up or fight them or something like that and or like yeah. some like transgender people get murdered all the time for this shit like people find out they're trans and just like kill them and lynch them and stuff like it is a seriously dangerous identification yeah. so i don't blame people for not being so yeah, honestly, excited because like you know it's very unsafe for you to have any physical like let's say you just want to go to the bar and like hook up what's on right yeah, you know, obviously, uh, you don't want to fuck someone who's unable to consent. But you know, let's say like you're trying to go somewhere and like hook up with someone, right? And like having there's a possibility of you getting hurt just because of you know you are male to female or even you know female to male. Um, yeah, honestly, it's just sad. It is sad just because you were born in the wrong body, you know, so to speak. Yeah. And like as far as transgender people go. I really just don't understand this society's obsession with them right now. It seems to me that transgender people are kind of the new gay people, you know, because before, yeah, like it, it was never taboo before 2015 even to say that like 
for for conservatives to just blatantly say like I don't believe that gay people should be allowed to get married because of marriage is between a man and a woman. But like ever since 2015, when the Supreme Court officially legalized gay marriage, it kind of has petered out. It's kind of God. fizzled out. Yeah, you know? can't believe that was only like five years ago, dude. Right? Yeah. Like six years ago, gays could not have gotten married in most states. In, yeah, in almost every state. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah, it's honestly insane. But I'm glad that you know. We're getting, you know, more and more accepting of people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, a big marriage guy. I don't necessarily agree with marriage at all, period. Yeah, I don't think marriage <laughs> but, is necessary. But is, if, if regular people all. can get... If straight people... Not regular people. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> if straight people can get married, <laughs> then kind gay of, people uh, should be able to get married. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I think we agree. That's interesting. I don't know. I think if you're trans, probably keep it to yourself just so you don't get lynched. Yeah. But also, like, be know. honest with your partners when possible. Yeah. And honestly, um, like, this this should be, like, one of the first things you say to another person to just even weed them out. If, especially if it's, like, if it's online, it's a little more safer, obviously. Yeah. If you're online talking to someone, like, this should be, like, one of the first things they should know. So you can, like, fucking weed them out as soon as possible if they don't, you know, accept you or don't want to, you know. Right. It's sad, but I think you're right, because, like, if you want to be safe and be sure that the person you're talking to actually is worth talking to, if you just drop that right away, you'll be able to know right away if it's worth engaging with them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It sucks, because normal, like, normal interactions between Normal women or men that don't have to... We say normal, like, uh, traditional... They know what we mean. We're not being trans. We're using the word word normal to describe... Vagina or penis. Exactly. We're naturally born women. Like, that's what we're using that word to describe. It's not transphobic. Everyone knows that. (laughs) But anyway, I agree. Like, it sucks because we have to prescribe this to specifically trans people just because people are so bigoted. But I think that's just really just the reality of the situation. So, um, yeah, but that was a good discussion. Uh course uh you know to the takeaway from that is uh uh fuck uh fuck people who don't uh, believe in you or accept who you are and uh to protect yourself obviously this goes uh you should probably disclose that you are transitioning or transitioned just, to um, the, another gender just to be safe just to be safe yeah 100 percent agree like you shouldn't have to but you should just to be safe and um so finally, dude, it's been, I believe, a week and two, I mean, it's been a month and two weeks this podcast has been running. The, around 30 people have entered, and we finally chosen a winner for the Blue Snowball Microphone Giveaway. I'm excited. Uh, drum roll. Yeah. Drum roll, please. <laughs> and the winner of the Blue Snowball Microphone is at Lime Glacier XL. Congratulations. Hooray! Yeah, I've done a little um, dig into, obviously, the person who won the giveaway. Just, you know, I'm a little snoopy like that. And uh, Nosey's also on a podcast called 40 Fingers Live. They seem to do their podcast on YouTube. Uh, listen a little bit on the podcast to see who, uh, to listen to who, like, who won it. And uh, yeah, I can agree that he does need this snowball <laughs> for, for to improve his quality of his, his podcasting future. So, um, yeah, congratulations on winning. Um, you know, best of luck. Uh, hopefully, you and your friends uh, have a you know a better quality podcast now since you upgraded your microphone. 
Absolutely. And if you guys are sad that you didn't win the giveaway, don't worry because David and I are actually planning on making these semi-regular. We're probably not going to do we're not going to start one in the next episode, but maybe like in the next few episodes we're going to discuss another giveaway to do. It might be something a little cheaper, yeah. it might be something a little more expensive. We have no idea yet. We're still going to talk about it. But if you want to win more stuff, follow us on Twitter, keep up to date with the podcast because that'll be the first place to find out about the giveaways. So, yeah, and don't if you give want up. these if you want these giveaways to be even more regular, support us on Patreon. Yep. We have a $1, $3, $5 and if you're feeling very gusto, a $10 tier on our Patreon. And, you know, showing us that, you know, monetary support really helps us to keep on going. And then maybe one day we can quit our full-time jobs and do this as a regular thing. Yeah, that would be awesome. But um, other than that, um, follow us on Twitter. Uh, personal Twitters, I'm at Rage underscore Pilot. And I'm at Dougley Thinks. And links to those can be found on our SoundCloud account yeah and this has been left in the south episode 10 thank you for watching i mean thank you for listening and we'll see you next week bye Bye.